0: I'm Andre Bella for Esoterica, a short feature about extraordinary happenings, and this is In the Middle of Nowhere. I'm apologizing in advance to anyone who might live in Monroe. Although I refer to it as the middle of nowhere, I mean no offense. Many people in big cities consider Maine in the middle of nowhere, and that's precisely why so many of us love living here. Amazing, I thought. It's September of 2020, and I'm hearing something very familiar. Big news today. BuzzFeed News uncovers evidence that Deutsche Bank laundered billions of dollars of illegal money. In the fall of 2008, my son was working on Wall Street at Deutsche Bank, where he'd had several consecutive three-month contracts. They paid him a high salary with no benefits and, of course, no obligation to offer additional contracts. All this was the perfect hook for a young single guy enamored with Wall Street. High risk, fast money. When I asked him what he did, he quipped, I work in the money laundering department. Of course, I thought he was joking. In November of 2008, I began getting phone calls from him. About the disastrous events unfolding on Wall Street. Everyone was bailing out and Deutsche Bank wasn't renewing any contracts. Thank you very much and don't let the door hit you on the way out. But he said he was okay. Even with the Deutsche Bank job going up in smoke, he still had his night job working on commission for a trading company. Don't worry, mom. We have seven deals on the table, and if just one of them comes through, I'm fine. Two weeks later, he called again. Mom, don't worry. We have four really good deals on the table. And if just one of them comes through, everything will be fine. And in another two weeks, Mom, we have one deal on the table. If it tanks, can I come home to Maine? It was a slow death. Of course, the last deal fell off the table. The Great Recession of 2008 had arrived. I drove to New York City helped my son pack up his apartment, and then we drove back to Maine. Aaron spent the next few months on the living room couch in front of his computer screen watching the financial debacle unfold, binging on Netflix, and wondering if he would ever return to Wall Street. One night a few months later, while Aaron checked the latest stock news, I went to a potluck supper given by the members of a new farming project in Monroe. My Korean friend Dia had heard about it and thought I might be interested in seeing what new agricultural ideas were being developed. As Dia and I approached the farmhouse farm office, I got a funny feeling that something here didn't add up. The house was very nicely renovated, something most Maine farmers can ill afford, and no signs of anything agricultural around Of course not, I told myself. It's February. All the farming equipment is probably inside. But where was the barn? Big red flag. Inside was a beehive of activity. Pots bubbled on the stove were tended by young, enthusiastic folks in jeans, long skirts, and baggy sweaters. Photos on the wall displayed abundant gardens promising equally abundant harvests. A sign indicated that this evening after the potluck, we would see a short film about the project. As one of the young farmers passed by, I asked him what had become of.